Greetings and salutations. This is Isha Montgomery, and you're tuned into another episode of Hope Speaks, episode 12. Thank you for joining me tonight. I truly appreciate you. So I'm going to be talking about a myriad of different things. I'm going to be talking about the rising prices, dealing with mourning, how to deal with the valleys in your life along with the mountaintops, the stress, and and just, just kind of going through everyday life and trying to make it on the other side okay. And of course, I'm going to be reading poetry. And as usual, I always like to get to start off with a poem. So the name of the first poem I'm going to be reading is Aren't Acquired Easily. I waited for the break of aging time, but wrinkles never formed on the hands, and rust never touched the dial. Meanwhile, I moved eagerly to the sound of tick, tock, tick. My arms stretched out like eagle wings ready to soar. My feet stepped in sequence to the beat of unrealized dreams. Deadlines have evaded me. Pit stops have kept me sidetracked too long. I begged and pleaded for a moment that surpassed my meager understanding. Patience is not on my side, but I nurture it with the hope birth in the belly of the trenches, awaiting a season that beckons the seed that laid dormant in harsh winters and endured the bitter rain of a spring not quite broken that sat through the abundantly hot weather of summer only to arrive at fall all over again do not let the time of harvest pass me let my crops rise up strong from barren decrepit soil the foundation is hard but the ground is solid the wind may blow but my bedrock will not give way the sound of steady brass ticking fills my heart with anticipation. Every day is another chance to face my struggles and grow. No amount of daylight savings can stop the progress I have made. I am claiming my tomorrow today. There is no biological clock bigger than my aspirations, bigger than my God. I will live with the sunshine on my face and the darkness on my back, standing in the truth that is awaiting those who smile in the midst of adversity. Now and forever, my heart will sing a new song. I will sit near the edge of the dock, awaiting the breath of daybreak. Soon my seeds will blossom and I will dance upon the ease of their arrival. Their leaves will open like unraveling scrolls of truth, not yet realized, but ready to exist in the cool breeze of Monday mornings, awaiting the warm feeling of resting dewdrops. Time has taught me patience because the greatest things in this life aren't acquired easily thank you again the name of that poem is acquired easily aren't acquired easily (laughs) um so i just wanna i just wanna get kind of real with you but i'm always real with you that's my nature um the 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 cost of gas is astronomical the more i look the more it rises so i try not to even look at the pump until it's time for me to get some gas. Honestly, I've been at the pump praying gas prices so high. You know what's bad when you start speaking in tongues, tongues I'll be Shondo, Shondo! Make this price go down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just that high. I don't know. I hope Jesus has a sense of humor, but I'm serious though. The price is way too high. Like, I'll be out there praying. I'll be praying on the gas pump. I'll be, Lord, fix this car so it don't decline no more, Jesus. Touch it, touch it with your glory. Touch it. 
hit it with a ah blood of Jesus on this. I'll be smacking the blood of Jesus on everything. I'm not even gonna sit up here and lie to y'all. I wanna <laughs> wanna tell y'all off back. Listen, don't stop praying. These times are not made for the weak in faith. These times are not made for people who don't want to stand 10 toes down in the soil. These times are not made for individuals who don't know who they serve. Understand, prices are going up. Things are going crazy. People are over here selling everything they have to get by. And I want to encourage you right here and now. That our God is a living God, a true God, a God that will provide you with ma- with manna in the wilderness, a God that will provide you with ravens to give flesh to you when you're thirsty like Elijah. Do not for a second believe that your God, our God, is not capable of doing above and abundantly what he promised. I believe my God to be a father of creation, one who not only created but loved what he created. See, that's the difference between what other people serve and who I serve. Because there's never been a time where I've called on Jesus Christ and he hasn't answered me. There's never been a time where I've gotten on my knees and laid my burdens at his altar that he hasn't wiped every tear from my face. There's never been a time where I've said I'm below and I don't know how to get back up and he hasn't lifted me on his shoulders like a father would a child when they've fallen down off their bike. There's never been a time where I've scraped my knee and he hasn't come with ointment. So I want to let you know right now that though times may be hard, people may be down around you, don't get down. Because it's when you are at your lowest that God will lift you up out the trenches. It's when you're in the valley that God will bless you with food. Did he not protect? Did he not protect all the Israelites while they were on their journey to the promised land? Did he not provide for them still? And will he not do the same for you? So I just want to let you know, even though times are hard, stuff is crazy. Um, I, I hear the news. Really, I feel like the news is around sometimes just so it can create a sense of panic, right? A sense of desperation in the populace because we know stuff is bad. Stuff has been bad for a minute. But when you listen to the news, it's all this doom and gloom. What happened to the stories of people rescuing cats from trees? Is that done? Are firefighters no longer rescuing cats from trees? Are there no more feel-good stories? Are there no more hop, happy op-eds to be spread around? Are we just are we just going to lay on the doom and gloom? Every time I turn on the news, there's a mass shooting. Some type of crazy killing. Um, they talking about all the prices going up. People dying of corona, this, that. You know, it's got to a point now where... The news, everybody know who watched the news 24-7 is depressed 24-7. They ain't got no happiness. You know, the lights be on, don't nobody be home in their heart. It's just a hot mess. You know, and I don't got nothing against people watching news. My father used to watch news. But I could tell you right now, there's something to be said for people that live in depression. You know, it, it's kind of sad when I look outside. And, and I'm going to be completely honest with you. <laughs> A lot of people that I deal with on a regular basis or that I see on a regular basis, they're wicked. I mean, they ain't my friends. They're not my associates. I don't even say hello. But <laughs> but they're wicked, you know? A lot of these people that you see in passing, I'm not even sure if they're totally human. You know, I was having a conversation with my sister the other day about that, about the concept of all, of all are these people human? Are all these people 
not just biological humans, but spiritually, are they fully intact? And I'm starting to think that's not even true anymore. I've never seen so many people with inhumane spirits. I've never seen so many people with with spirits so cloaked in darkness that their souls are just devoid of the human body nearly. I've never seen so many people so mentally gone that they have no idea as to what's right from wrong spiritually. You know, even when I was out in the world, I had a sense of self when it came to things that I would and wouldn't do because I had an understanding of the type of person I wanted to be. You know, I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm not going to mess with a married man. You know, I'm, you know, if I'm going to do my best not to kill anybody, (laughs) I said, do my best. I do believe in self-defense. Let me be clear. Okay. I will tear that thing up if I had to fight for myself. Okay. I believe in war when it's time for war. Don't don't ever misunderstand it. Peace is beautiful. When it's time for war, I'm ready with the shield, the sword, the knife, the gun, what you need, baby. But uh <laughs> I'm just saying it's crazy in the world. I'm just saying, you know what I said? Okay. Um uh, uh but ultimately I've met a lot of people, they'll do anything. They be scamming, they be lying, stealing, conniving. Almost as though they won't have to answer for that one day. You know, and this and this is another thing. When it comes to um spiritual decrepitness, a lot of people they let these um they let demons into their soul, right? They let their their spiritual body be ran by demons. So their physical body is tainted by demons and flesh has sin in it anyway. And then they let these creatures run amok in their body and then they don't want to take accountability for it. We're all held accountable for what happens with our bodies, what we do with our bodies. We're all held accountable for that. I don't care if you're demon possessed. You should have you should have came back into consciousness when you saw all that stuff going down in your body. People need to stand up within themselves and, and get closer to God. We can't keep on playing these games. Time is too short and the hour draws near. I don't have time for this mess. You know, a lot of these people nowadays, they want to hide behind witchcraft. They want to do wicked stuff and hide behind a cloak or a veil of deception. They want to lie and act like they're not into witchcraft. Yes, I said it. When you know darn well, they be on some other stuff. You you be hearing them chant stuff and they want to act like they don't be chanting. They be up there casting spells with chicken bones. They be up there sacrificing animals. They be doing all types of stuff, but then they want to sit up there and act like they don't know what they be doing. But you know, and they know what they be doing. You can see that stuff in people's eyes. You can see the darkness eating up their soul, succumbing their body. I get tired of people lying and stunning and fronting and covering up for stuff that's clearly obvious. You know, one thing I can say is this. Whenever you're into witchcraft, Know that God has created an avenue for you to be cleansed cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. You don't have to stay in nothing that you don't want to be in. You don't have to live like that. Because when Jesus died on the cross, he took on all the sin of the world so that you might be saved. You don't have to live that way. You don't have to die that way. If you're covered in darkness, that's a choice. You could choose to step out into the light of day. You could choose to be forgiven by God. 
But whenever you can't humble yourself, let go of your pride, put down your shield and be real with God, how can you ever get to a point where you can be saved? A lot of these people won't be saved, not because they don't have the option, but because they're too scared of what a life is like walking the straight and narrow. And I got to be real. Sometimes I'd be ready to punch people in the face. Even now, I think about punching people in the face and then repenting two seconds later. I really do. Maybe I have. Who knows? You know, I'm not going to expose myself, but uh, I will say this. It it, it gets to a point where we have to start saying, you know what? I'm not going to hang around that person. If they're not going to work on certain things, I'm not going to let them pull me down. Because a lot of people nowadays, they're like, well, you know, I don't have to be what you are to be around you. That's true. But if you're cloaked in darkness... And if you're casting spells on everybody, what makes me any different than that person who you wish wickedness on who's your next door neighbor, you know, or who's your coworker? There's no difference. You know, I get tired of people doing wicked stuff and then hiding behind there having a bad day or they're just upset. That don't mean much if you over there wishing evil on people 24-7. You know, it gets to a point where we're we're being so selfish. You know, humanity has become so selfish, so self-absorbed. Everything is I, iPhone, iMac, iTags. Everything is I, everything. And really, we need to be given respect and reverence to Jesus Christ because at the end of the day, he's the only one who's going to save your soul. Jesus Christ is the only one who cares enough to save your soul. And when he left the Holy Spirit in our in his stead, what he did is he left a comforter to take care of you and protect you. And it's just sad to me that a lot of these people are dying and they don't know where they're going. And a lot of them are going, a lot of them are going to hell. I'm keep it real. And listen, there was and there were times in my life in the past I had a one-way ticket to hell. I knew it. Then nobody had to lie to me. I already knew where I was going. Shoot, when I was in my darkness, I used to tell people straight up, I'm going to hell. I wasn't even ashamed of it. I don't know what was going on with me, but I was a real one. You know, I've always been a I've always been a real one. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna sit up here and sugarcoat. Let me lie about where I'm going. No, 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 baby. I was going to hell on a one-way flight VIP. Okay. I had that good seating on the train to hell because I was a hot mess. I was cutting up, cutting up, cutting up. I was in darkness, didn't care, did not care. But at least I was honest enough to be truthful about it. Because of the fact that I was honest, I could never be in bed with the devil the way some of these people are. Because a lot of these people who are in bed with the devil, they be lying too much. That's why they're able to lay down with him. The more you lie and live in a lie, the easier it is for you to live with the devil. To make, a, to make a bed with the devil, to build a relationship with the devil, because you don't have no truth in you. See, God is in light. He doesn't live in darkness. And that's one of the problems with people who are into witchcraft. They can never be honest enough with themselves to admit to the fact that they need help, that they messed up, that they over there strung out on stuff they shouldn't be doing. And I think it's gotten to a point where a lot of these people... They're just okay with whatever's going on in their life. And I get sick of being around them. I'm like, I, I, I'm not going to deal with none of that mess. No, 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 no. And I ain't going to feel bad for saying I'm not going to deal with none of that mess.
<laughs> I just wanted to read y'all a poem. Because recently, um, another one of my family members died. Recently, my auntie died. And, uh, you know, that hurt me. I'm not even going to sit up here and lie about it. Because I'm, I'm not tough like that. I'm tough, but I'm not that tough. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, dang, another person died Oof, in less than a year? Oh, my Lord. But I just wanted to read this to you right quick. I posted it on my blog. My auntie died two weeks ago, and it hit me hard. It feels like every time I come up for air, my naive lungs take in water. But nevertheless, I have come to the reality that time is not guaranteed. It is only guaranteed to bless souls for a limited amount of time. And when it is over, we are most thankful for the memories they left behind. Understanding that we must pursue that which we love without hesitation. My heart is not broken, but my soul is in a state of shock. Let every tear be wiped away by the glory of God Almighty. Because my pillow is drenched. My spirit flies with white doves in the magnificence of a new jubilee dawning. I will not succumb to sadness. The beauty of my life is the faith everlasting that I feel inside. I will achieve my ambitions. My light will not die. Don't let your dreams perish. They wait for the nourishment of sun and water, desiring to be acknowledged and hoped for with actions that align with the arrival of desperation, extending past the bend and eager knees, positioned for prayer. We await gifts that the eyes of man have yet to see. Love always, Isha. So um, thank you for listening to that. I think recently, a lot of us have been dealing, not everybody, but a lot of us have been dealing with losing loved ones. And I think that when you really think about it, the pain of mourning sometimes is enough to take out a full grown man, woman. It really doesn't matter. The pain of mourning is it's such a long process sometimes. Sometimes you could think you're done crying. You wake up and you realize you've been crying in your sleep because your coverage is covered, your pillow just covered in tears. You know, after the loss of my father, that was a big hit to me. But then once my auntie died, I said, God, what you want? <laughs> I got nothing left. I mean, oof, oh my Jesus, my Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's been a real struggle for me. And for anyone who's gone through anything like that, I just want to read some of the things to you that I read that comforts me. So I'm going to read you Matthew 5, 3 through 8. If you hear some lapping of water in the background, that's my dog, just to let you know. He's thirsty. Uh, so Matthew 3. Um, I'm sorry, Matthew 3. I'm sorry, Matthew 5, start with verse 3. <laughs> Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. You know, God wants to comfort us when we're going through these hard times in our life. He wants us to know that the valley is only but a part of the journey. And even when you're in the valley, in the wilderness, at your lowest point, even when it feels like the sun will never shine again, he's there to comfort you. And the light of God is the brightest light that there is. 
you know, there hasn't been a moment. There hasn't been a moment where I haven't reflected on how crazy stuff has gotten and not thank God for getting me through. Because honestly, if I could, I would use my fist to break down every wall. But that's not my job. That's not my job. Some things I realize are too big for me. And that's why I have to let the creator step in. That's why I have to let the great I am do his thing. That's why I have to be submissive enough to understand when Jesus is like, okay, you know, you got to take a back seat. Sometimes I have to take a back seat. Because my flesh wants to do all the work, but God wants to show that his word is true. So sometimes I, I have to literally, literally take everything within myself and put it to side and just let God comfort me. Because I've had an issue with, you know, I I, I want to, you know, I, I want to be the tough one. You know, I want to be that person that's like, I got it. I can do it. What if I can't? What if God's saying, let me do that for you? You know? And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with believing that God will do it for you. That God will take care of you. That that, that God is bigger than your problems. That, that God is bigger than your landlord. That God is bigger than the bills and the debt you owe. That God is bigger than the demons that come to your door. That God is bigger than the people you deal with at work. That God is bigger than the people you deal with at school. Your God is bigger than the government. Your God is bigger than, than any fraction of the IRS. God is bigger than the devil that's in hell. God is bigger than any of his entities he sends for you. God is bigger than that. The father is bigger than that. The son that sits at the right hand is bigger than that. The Holy Ghost that he sent to indwell in his people is bigger than that. And you should never question. You should never question if God will do for you. If he will dress the lilies of the field, baby, he will take care of you. Even in your times of trouble and sorrow, just know that God will take care of you still. Because he loves us. And his love doesn't go away easily. For our God is a consuming fire. And he will not forget his people. Oh, and I'm going to read a poem now. I know I, I kind of ended that awkwardly, but you know, I, I got to keep up with myself. You know, I start talking. I don't know where to start. All righty. So, <laughs> the name of this poem is Love and Indifference. Pray with me, because it's getting really crazy out here. I hear gunshots on my block every day. Police barricade the street at least three times a week. Around my way, a 14-year-old caught two bullets to the chest. All he wanted was some juju beans from the gas station. Now he's in intensive care. His mom cries for the child is barely a teen. The news covers the scene, but forgets the person nevertheless the reality isn't changing the father is nowhere to be found while the community is complacent i bet you the shooter will walk 
in the hood as we speak. But the so-called real ones won't talk. But anyways. Um, I think that's just kind of the stuff that we deal with sometimes. is just the reality that it's, it's really crazy out here. It's really crazy out here. But I would encourage you not to give up. In the same way that I'm keeping my head up and I'm not giving up either. You know, because they shoot so much just on my block alone. And sometimes I think to myself, my God, these people realizing how many stray bullets can hit a child, can hit a a a a a civilian a, a civilian <laughs> uh, that's not even involved somebody that's just you know outside casually doing their thing or barbecuing to not care about one another that's one of our greatest problems when we stop caring when we stop loving one another and that's been going on so much lately um but I'm gonna read you another poem is Warren Roof because I feel like I read the other poem before so I only give y'all like two paragraphs of that. Warren Roof. Sorry, it's been a lot going on lately. I'm not even going to make excuses for myself. They believe the fairy tale. Lies spun around false narratives. Your reward will supersede the price paid for evil deeds. Secrets birthed in the counsel of the wicked. Covered by the dark slumber of nights. With starless skies and empty ambitions. Laziness sits on the brow of a sad, egregious soul. Not ready to move forward holding on to the reins of jealousy as we travel unknown roads paved in umber dust and broken gravel result in stubbed toes sandals do little to prevent discomfort but we dance anyway we converse for days while traveling paths that few would dare journey our hands study in the art of war but our lips have seen more battle one kiss to sweep a trail a half-hearted attempt at concealing a robust lie spoken by the silver tongue of treachery. A man turned a dime on the life he had come to know. Greed pushed away good intentions. How much money does it take to fill a vacant heart? The soul is too complicated to comprehend. Poisoning enemies, hiding behind a smile, sharing in the wine of camaraderie. They laugh and hang around for a while, partaking in dinner split among family. But the truth always sleeps seeps through like rainwater sliding between the wooden shingles of a worn roof again the name of that poem is worn roof and you know i'll let y'all think about what that means if you have any questions about what that poem means feel free to email me um or shoot me a little you know shoot me a little thing just asking questions because i don't mind i don't mind talking about poetry or whatever through email i really don't Okay, and let me read you another poem because I've been going off this whole segment, but how much reading have I really done? Okay, of my poetry. So the name of this is Rewind because I like to rewind stuff. You know what I'm saying? Bring it back so we can see it in slow motion. Let's watch it again. Don't let the tape keep going. It moves too fast and I miss the enjoyment of the best scenes. Skipping like a CD stuck on repeat. The silver of it reflects like a mirror, yet it does little to lighten up the room. So I take it out. 
wipe it off. Then I press play. We all gather around for the antics played out on the TV, wanting to relive the moment one more time. How many times can we press rewind? The remote wasn't ready for the pressure I applied, but I pressed on the buttons anyway. The oil of my fingertips rubbed off the characters and the plastic was no match for my rewinding. I met the challenge every night fighting against normalcy of running a feature film without interruption until one day the AAA batteries died and I lost the battle to rewind. Again, the name of that poem is rewind. (laughs) And like, oh my God, like me and my dad, we had this like, we had this strong attachment, you know, when he was alive, we had this strong attachment to just press rewind, fast forward. We be, well, I like to fast forward and rewind. If I'm like, okay, I don't got a lot of time tonight. I press five, fast forward for like five minutes and like my mom will catch me. And she'll be like, oh, was, was you just fast forwarding? Yeah, I will fast forward some stuff. I rewind some stuff, especially if I memorize the movie or see it a few times. I feel comfortable with pressing whatever button I like at that point. I just, I get kind of crazy with it. So I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I get kind of, I get kind of wild with the remote. I always have. Probably always will, to be honest. Unless, you know, God changes me, which I'm open to. I don't need to rewind everything to be okay. I do like the rewind button, though. Um, so, I'm going to read y'all. I want to close out the segment by reading Psalms 28, 1 through 2. A Psalm of David. Until thee will I cry, O Lord, my rock. Be not silent to me. Least if thou be silent to me, I will become like them that go down into the pit. Hear the voice of my supplications when I cry unto thee. When I lift up my hands toward thy holy oracle. Draw me not away with the wicked and with the workers of iniquity. Would speak peace to their, uh, to their neighbors, but mischief is in their hearts. Give them according to their deeds, according to the wickedness of their endeavors. Give them after the work of their hands. Render to them their desert, because they regard not the works of the Lord, nor the operations of his hands. He shall destroy them and not build them up. Blessed be the Lord, because he hath heard the voice of my supplications. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoiced, and with my song will I praise him. The Lord is their strength, and he is the saving strength of his anointed. Save thy people, and bless thine inheritance. Feed them also, and lift them up forever. Thank you. I just read the entirety of Psalm 28. Thank you so much for listening. Till next time. Bye.